Welcome back, Rebels. Welcome back. Let's talk about Discord. What is Discord? Is it a place that I should be scared to go? Is it just for video game nerds? Well, it kind of is just for video game nerds. Um, but I feel like there is a huge potential for loads of other people to use it as well. Ever since I've known you, you've always been an early adopter. So uh, I remember reading an article, it's maybe an article that you gave me, but about early adopters and then the people that pick it up after. And the early adopters are the people that go in when something is new they test it out and they they work out the bugs and they say whether they like it or they don't like it and they're also kind of tastemakers because they are they're the people that we look up to because we look at them and go oh they're they're involved in something and it looks interesting let me go and try it out and for me i'm a sort of mid-stage adopter where i wait until something's safe and as soon as i know it's safe then i'll go and try it so uh, my bitcoin career didn't start till way late when i saw uh, that it was safe at which point I'm not going to make much money because I was so late on it but with <laughs> discord like you have you were the earlier adopter out of the two of us you went in there tried it out and saw that and you basically really nicely described to me like why I should be interested in it when I'm not a person who's interested in tech I'm not a person who's interested in video games and had these kind of blinkers on that that's not for me so I shouldn't try it. And I think you did a really good job of why Discord is good for everyone uh, and it's just a good space for communities. Yeah, it's really interesting. I actually heard Gary V say something about four or five years ago where he predicted that the way the internet would go in the future would be that forums would come back in a really big yes. way. And like when I, and this is basically what Discord is. It's almost like that evolution of what a forum is. Um, and what a forum was like when I was younger and the internet was like so much more simple I spent so much time on forums I'd go to a computer game forum I think it's called like there's one called like super cheats or something which is all like you can get all your super game cheats codes and stuff like that uh, and I'd be spending so many hours on that and you wanted to become a moderator that was like oh this is really what I want um so D discord is almost like if anyone's ever used a forum it's kind of a social media slash forum kind of platform where you can make your own rooms and different conversations can happen around a certain thing. So I came across it not through computer games, um, but through like the NFT space of just kind of wanting to like learn about the NFT space. And every time I'd see on Twitter, like someone talking about a certain project that was going on, there'd always be a Discord server link to it. So I'm like, what what is this Discord thing? So went into it and I'm like, okay, I can kind of see what's happening here. It's basically a forum and if you kind of like swipe across you can see all of the different rooms that people are chatting in there's like the main room and then there's always kind of like spin-off rooms so you might get ones that are like about photography or about just the crypto market or all the different kind of things that people could have conversations about instead of it just being one long stream of just everything being mashed together it's kind of split off into different areas kind of like how clubhouse so was i guess or, or is yeah, it's very similar to Clubhouse, but it's obviously just not the audio version of it. Like when I'm thinking about how people are joining it and stuff, there's definitely that kind of like Clubhouse mentality. And I think like that is the way that the internet is going to go with Web3 is it's going to be a lot more community based and it's a place where people can go and socialize and it can be like we're all chatting about this thing rather than it just being kind of like it currently is where it's just DMs and you can kind of have one one way conversations you sometimes get groups and stuff pop up but i feel like they're not really used in the same way that you would use a discord server or like use clubhouse but um yeah so this is now we're kind of like flip forward to this week where i've launched my own discord server i shoot with a lot of dancers and i actually had a dancer who was working for me as an assistant last summer and she was like always saying to me like well how 
when she left like the studio she'd go to like dance class and it's always really intimidating to leave this like to go into a space where you don't know anyone and there's a whole room full of people and also like the level of some of these classes is like they're like semi-professionals or professionals in those rooms so you're walking into a space where you already feel nervous just because you don't know the people but you're going into a space where people are generally really good as well so you've got two levels of intimidation that's happening in one and she said that if she didn't know anyone who's going that same week she'd always feel like really nervous about going and like always trying to like convince herself not to go like everyone's been in that situation where you're going to a networking event and you don't know anyone there or you're going to a party and you don't know anyone there like it happens all the time so the other morning I was just kind of like just kind of getting up getting ready and I was suddenly that popped into my head for some reason I was like actually now I've been using these discord servers for like the nft thing and I can see how they work I was like there's actually this would be so perfect for ways for people to connect like to kind of get to meet people so if you wanted to go to a dance class and you didn't know anyone you could kind of go onto this thing say like I'm thinking about going to this is anyone else thinking about going to it or is anyone else too scared to go to one of these classes without someone else can we kind of buddy up get to know each other beforehand and then go together and I was like this discord like platform is so perfect for this like but it's definitely something that most of that community wouldn't understand or know about because currently it is very gamer driven so I was like, okay, well, let's give this a go. Because I feel like there's definitely room for a community to be formed on here. And I feel like it could really help people. So just kind of went on, made a server, added a few rooms to it, and then put up on my stories um, and kind of made a post on my feed and just said like, by the way, I've made something for this. This is a problem that I've seen in the industry. I feel like it can be solved via this. And within like two days, I think I'd hit 400 members and all these conversations were kicking off and I'm like this is amazing this is people who have never used discord before and I can tell they've never used it because on my invites it's kind of you've, you can tell the age of an account and if they're below like three days or something it kind of counts them as like an like a new user uh, and basically m almost everyone who was coming into the platform was a new user into that space and the interactions that were happening there I was like this is amazing. Like people are just organically talking to each other. There's relationships that have formed already. I can already see people this weekend are going to go to classes together who've met via this platform that I've created. That's now only like three or four days old, but is already making a difference. And I think this is the kind of thing that going forward, it's just going to make a bigger and bigger difference to that community and hopefully really solve a problem that I think was definitely there and needed addressing. Well, there's definitely a problem that this podcast uh, needs addressing and that's that tens of thousands of people listen to it every week and month however there's no place where they can really see each other because we haven't been able to do any in-person meetups and everyone is not all in london so uh, that's why we have set up our own discord for creative rebels listeners um do not be afraid to join the Creative Rebels Discord because obviously everyone who listens to this show is bloody lovely. And Discord is a place that's perfect to find similar people to you um, so we do urge you all to go to basically the way you can get on it is go to the link in our bio on instagram uh, and that will send you to the discord that we've just set up and you guys hopefully can be on there networking asking questions if you want to ask a question about how much to charge for something like get the the feedback of the community get the feedback of, of adam and i and meet each other and hopefully we'll get some cool partnerships and stuff stemming from our new creative rebels discord server yeah i think and it is such a great space as well because it's somewhere that you can go to 
and just ask the questions to people who are like you. I feel like if we hadn't have had the pandemic, we would have had loads of in-person meets and we'd have everyone got to meet anyway. Whereas this is a nice way that, yeah, you can go and connect with other creators. And also like, I feel like it's just one of those spaces as well where you can go to and if you're a screen printer and you know someone who's a fine artist and you want to like collaborate on something, those collaborations can happen within those groups as well. Like within the server that I set up, I've made a collaborations folder and already people are just like discussing things and they've got all these different collaborations planned within a few days. But I think that would be another thing, great thing for the Creative Rebels server is to just have those creative collaborations because I think so many great creative things happen when two people come together. Like I was actually on Instagram earlier today and just like scrolling from my feed and I saw a collaboration between like two artists and I was like, that is so cool. And I've been able to elevate their work because they've kind of come together and made something that they wouldn't have been able to do in any other way um so yeah i think it will be a really cool place to meet the community as well and for them to ask us questions and i think what we're going to do going forward is start to do some like question and answer episodes where we can go through the server see some questions you've asked and we'll answer them on the show as well so yeah i think it's going to be a really great space so yeah go over to our um, instagram at rebels create and just click on the link in the bio if you want to come over and join the discord server um so yeah i think it's going to be a really great thing for the community yeah and i think um we've been finding it difficult to keep on top of our inbox um over on instagram because a lot of you guys do send us dms and it's chaos in there and there's no way to organize your inbox uh and sometimes if you if you guys send us lengthy paragraphs or like several messages we have to i can read that on the bus but then I need to be sat down thinking about that problem before I can respond to it. Sometimes those get lost in our inbox. It's it's chaos over there. So I feel like this is a it's going to be a much better place for you guys to ask questions and actually get answers, uh, whether we answer them on the show or or there within the Discord server. So I do encourage everyone to go over and, and check that out. I also encourage everyone to give us a five star review on Spotify if you have not yet. Please pause this podcast right now. Go to Spotify. Give us five stars. Um, it doesn't have to be five stars. Give us as many stars as you think we deserve but i think we deserve five stars <laughs> because we are great and the other thing about our discord server is um we will be letting you know any sort of upcoming plans or changes for the show and there are plans and changes for the show upcoming yes yeah, so we have now been doing this show for three years like i don't know how it's been three years already because it doesn't feel like that long ago since we were sat in our first little studio space recording our first episodes, which I can remember recording our very first episode, uh, mainly because of how hot it was. Uh, I feel like it was just insanely hot that day. And obviously you can't have fans or any kind of air conditioning or anything on when it's when you're trying to record audio. Um, but yeah, it's been a crazy journey so far. Like It's mad that it's been three years already. Um, but yeah, we're now... Our first guest was Alexandra Dudley, wasn't it? It was, because yeah. We, we, had, we had secured Emma Gannon and we put that out as episode one, but we wanted to warm up with someone like familiar and friendly. Yeah, so someone that we know, we yeah. Charged, yeah, so we, we, um, so we started with, with Alexandra and you, you just sort of feel bad when you're inviting someone into a sweaty box to uh, record your very first podcast. <laughs> nervous. <laughs> it's like awful. Yeah, so uh, we're kind of now putting together our plans for season four, which is exciting. And I think we're going to change the format up a bit. So instead of being weekly like it is now, we're going to go to smaller seasons that just feel like a bit more, we get, we'll have more time to kind of put into the kind of planning of them. And there'll be a bit more like a, here's a little package of something. And I think as well, like, because we're in a world that is slowly opening up again now, 
hopefully we can when we launch the seasons we can have like in-person meetups and do kind of like live events again because I feel like live events were such a key part of what the show was about when we first started um and the pandemic it's, it's mad that two-thirds of this show has been in the pandemic and we've been running for three years yeah. that's like absolutely crazy um but that first year we did so many in-person meetups and I feel like it's be so nice to get back to that that kind of like stage again yeah hopefully we'll get back to that obviously the the discord is our, our kind of in-between stage between real life and uh that online presence i think we we just want the show to be really good and as we've we've done this for three years now and like we say to everyone like take this as an example like we stuck to something for three years there wasn't a week where we missed it um so hopefully that is inspiring to you of, of like we had full-time jobs we had companies to run we had a pandemic we had but we always made the show came out and and i think as you as you work on something consistently you start to realize like what it needs and what you need and in order to make the show better uh, we just want that little bit of time where we're not panicking that we need an episode out every week where we can put together these seasons that are fully rounded and are more of the episodes that we want them to be and obviously because Adam and I have got our own solo careers going on, which is taking a lot of our time, uh, we just thought Seasons is going to be the best way for us moving forward to just deliver the best show that we possibly can. So um, I'm really excited about it as well. We had a big meeting about it the other day and sort of really nailed down everything that we want. Like how would we make the podcast perfect? And the Seasons thing came up and we just think it's going to be it's going to make the show better so you're there's going to be a few weeks where you don't have us and we hope you don't forget about us but then we'll be back with a bang and uh all of the all of the information will be in our discord i think once you've been doing something for a certain amount of time it's good to be able to look back and work out what's working what's not working and then refining i think that's a really important thing with any business is to commit to something for a good amount of time which quite often we talk about the three-year rule and how that is the way to go. And when you've got that much kind of research behind you, you can really analyze that and work out what's worked, what hasn't, and then just tweak and make it better. That's why I'm so excited for the future because it's like, we've done this now for a really, really long period of time. We know it works, we know it doesn't work. So how can we just take the bits that don't work, get rid of them, and then make it into something that is just the better part of that. And then by doing that for a longer period of time as well, then we'll be able to improve on that again. And it will hopefully become this thing that it's, it gets perfected over time because when we started this, like we'd never done a podcast before. We'd we'd never interviewed anyone before, really. It was, it's crazy that we're now like three years in and the amount of people that we've interviewed. And now I feel like interviewing is almost like second nature. I don't feel nervous going into an interview anymore. It's just like, oh, this is just what we do now. We just go and talk to people. And I think even just like the confidence and stuff that we've built just through doing this it's been amazing and I think it'll be so nice to see how that continues to grow going forward as well. Yeah there are a lot of podcasts in the world and I think there's this sort of almost like an internet meme of don't start a podcast because there's already a million straight white men doing it and various other people doing it but I think when you actually look at the numbers there are there's so much space for new podcasts so it's always I, I always say to people firstly be aware of how much hard work it is but if you're prepared to put that work into it, just be aware of like how fundamentally life-changing it is and can be. Because for both of us, like I, it's not hyperbole when I say that this podcast has definitely changed our life. Uh, and the confidence that you mentioned there, I mean, that's, that's probably the main thing for me is that I don't think going into my sort of, into building my, my career over the last two years that I would have had 
half the confidence to to do that if it hadn't have been for doing the show um so just just as an exercise for the first three years i'm so grateful for doing it because it has it has it's made me think about what i really think and mm. and like talking to someone like a seth godin or uh, a marie forleo or a cow newport or a cindy gallop do you know those those conversations of like when you hear the same things from these expert minds you go okay yeah i wasn't crazy about that and then when you get the differing differing opinions it gives you like new stuff to try it's like okay this person says this this because i think there's so there's so much likeness on our podcast things that are just that just feel like they're truths but then there's this other side of it that is like completely opposing ideas yeah but both work and that's that fascinates me so it's like try it see if it works like that's that's yeah uh, what is that i don't know i think that's something that i've really taken away from the show is yes there are things that we say to do and if you ask us a question we'll give you an answer but you can i think the most important thing that i've learned is to just go and do it and just try stuff and it's just like if you've got an idea just go and do it it doesn't matter you don't have to have the perfect way to do it in advance it's just go and start it like the discord server i started the other day like for the dance one it was like just an idea that happened in the morning and four hours later i'd smashed together a logo on photoshop put on made the server and then like within a few days i've got hundreds of members that's just something that just happened i feel like if i hadn't had this show i wouldn't have had the confidence to go and do that and it's just like well I'll just go and try it like what if it doesn't work it doesn't work but then maybe i'll learn something by doing that it's the first server i've set up even if it doesn't work i know okay well next time maybe let's go and try this but it is just like going to do the thing because that's always going to win over not doing the thing and it's interesting because yeah we do have so many people who have different different opinions to other people like whenever i think about like will store as an example one of my favorite episodes of recording but has real different views to a lot of other people will have on the show and i think it's always worth kind of listening and hearing all those different arguments because i think it's through doing that you really work out well what's your opinion on it because it's very easy i think to get into a bubble of just listening to the same people talk about the same stuff all the time and you just believe that thing that they say but that's not necessarily your opinion that's coming through in your beliefs it's the thing that you hear over and over again whereas as soon as you start to hear people who believe in different things you can start to formulate your own ideas about it and I think it's only when you kind of have your own ideas that things really start to just like you don't you don't doubt yourself because you're like, oh this is what I believe you're like, oh, well, you don't have to think, oh, well, what would this person do in that situation? You can just ask yourself, well, what would I do? Because you're a lot more confident in what you believe and what you say. And I suppose, again, it's something that we've mentioned quite a few times, like probably on the show and like in person is when, whenever you're interviewing someone who's an author, there is such a different interview to someone who's not. Because if you're an author, you've kind of collected your thoughts around a certain area and you're so much more concise in what you're talking about. And I think the way that this show has been for us, we now really know what we're talking about and we know what we believe because we've said it and done it over and over again. And I think it's only by kind of saying it out to the world that you really start to formulate it in a way that allows you to explain it to other people and allows you to really believe in yourself. And I think it's that self-belief which, yeah, has come out so strongly in, in the show. As the show has gone on, I've become less confident in some of the answers that I give because as the show's grown, there's 
but messages that we've had from people that have said that doesn't work for me because of this reason and there's something i love that scott adams says which is bocato which is he puts he used to put that after every tweet that he made which is um because of course there are obvious exceptions yeah that's true of any sentence that you say there will be exceptions and for a while there i got really bogged down with trying to say what i thought was true because at the end of the day i really genuinely 100 percent with this show we are just trying to help people and then and then i get so much in my own head of trying to answer the reason why the thing i was saying would work because it worked for me trying to answer that in the way that i was saying it forward and it just got to the stage where i was just like you're just going to have to say the thing and not try and put all these caveats in because sometimes you'd just be shaking your head at me through the other side of the zoom going mate what are you talking about because i'd just be going on these big round circles of like trying to please everyone and it was just impossible um yeah that's the thing it's like as soon as you try and please everyone like people say all the time you please no one but it is that it's like we can only talk from our own experiences and it's like yes if we say oh go and do this on instagram but then it's like oh, but what if you don't have Instagram? What if you don't have a phone? But like, there's so many different caveats that can possibly come into something. But yeah, the amount of times that I see it in, in your head as well, and like the amount I have to edit out that are like, you're saying something and then you're like, mm, oh yeah, but if you were in this specific situation, that wouldn't work. But again, it's like, we try and get as many different guests on the show as possible because one one thing that someone says is going to be related to what you do and that's going to be the perfect touch point. Like, unfortunately this isn't like a one-on-one counseling session with every single listener like we have to try and be semi-broad so it's like we know that okay well if you're an artist listening to this and you're doing stuff by hand that's gonna be a very different route compared to someone who is just doing pure digital stuff like there's going to be different ways that you're going to have to try and sell that work and there's like a million different routes for every single thing that we're doing but i think there's always that trying to like keep it as broad as possible but then but then saying that, I feel like whenever I'm talking about like trying to answer something, I've always got a vision of like someone in my head, like someone, like a listener who is generally a listener as well, who has probably messaged us recently. And I'm like, oh, well, I've had this conversation with them or I feel like this would really help that person in that audience. So it's like you're always just talking to one demographic at a time, but hoping that someone can kind of listen to that and take some form of inspiration or some form of advice to be able to like relate to themselves. I think I think what I realized after a while was I was making a problem where there wasn't one because for every like one DM that we get every like six months, like literally we've probably had two or three people like come on and say, oh, I disagree with this because of X, Y and Z. Um, I think that I think that's the thing that a lot of creators do is they they envision this big bad enemy or this big like all these thousands of people that are ready to jump on them and cancel them at any given moment that just mm. aren't there. Um, so I suppose the lesson is like just just give out your authentic content and hopefully it will help someone because the people that it doesn't help they're not going to listen next week because they didn't get anything from it this week that's it isn't it? it's the authenticness it's like as long as you're speaking truth of like this is something that i did this is how i overcame it like that's all you can say i feel like you can have ideas about different things of like oh well maybe if i came into this situation how would i approach it but then again that's still like a how you would personally approach it and it, as long as you're authentic to your answer and what you give forward it's like that's only going to be that's only going to benefit people and i think that's where it's so nice to get so many messages from people asking different things because it means that 
the more input we have of people's problems from different backgrounds and different crafts and all these different areas, it's like we can start to kind of find things that help as many people as possible in what we say. Obviously, it's not going to every every sentence we say isn't going to help everyone, but hopefully within one episode, it would be interesting if you did if you asked everyone like, what was your favourite sentence from that episode? I'm sure loads of people would come back with different things because different people are going to be going through different things at certain times. And the amount of books I'll listen to and then re-listen to like a year later, like when we, um, like I've recently re-listened to Win Without Pitching like a year ago or something. But I think I first consumed that maybe 10 years ago when we were in like our second office. And the difference between where you're at then and where you're at now are so vastly different. It's like if you listen to this show again from the start, you're in a like and you've been listening to us for three years you're now a very different place in your career to where you were then so you might get some completely different kind of bits of gold out of that that you didn't find the first time because you weren't looking in those areas for it i suppose what it is is uh it's like a lesson in learning isn't it and for me i think that's where where note taking is so important and i my phone is just the notes section is just so many hundreds of things that probably wouldn't make sense to most people looking at them but i can go through and i also do um i I will also screen grab podcasts as i'm listening to them and so i can go through my screen grabs and it's got all of the timestamps if i want to re-listen to something um i think re-listening is really important actually like so your favorite books um I always recommend Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. I think that's a great book to... I've re-listened to that four or five times. I think The Practice by Seth Godin is worth multiple listens. Uh, there's certain podcasts that I listen to over and over again. Earlier episodes of Gary Vee I enjoy, not so much the more recent ones. Early episodes of Impact Theory I listen to. Obviously, Creative Rebels, go and listen to those shows. But um, I think as you do as you do go through your journey, it's... It, it helps you to concrete in the things and and rehearing the lessons that because y- you can you can learn something you can put it into practice and then you go so far that you don't sort of realize that you're putting it into practice that kind of then when you re-listen to it you can then re-concrete it in your brain this is how this is how i do it anyway i don't this might be completely yeah, different, yeah. but i i will then re-listen and i'll be like okay that thing that had started to become a bit of a theory is now going back to concrete again because it's it's been reinforced yeah you'll hear something and like when you first hear something you're like oh that's interesting like and i do it all the time when i'm listening to like different podcasts or books and stuff where you're like oh that's really interesting i i'm sure there's you like you know there's something there like if you just remember loosely what they've just said and just keep it back in the back of your mind at some point it's going to become really useful and then like it's funny listening to books now especially like doing research and stuff like that. Sometimes you'll listen to stuff and you, that someone else has recommended. And you're like, I feel like I know all of this. Like without being kind of like big headed, you're like, I'm actually doing all of the things that they're recommending. And I think we've had this conversation recently where there's a book we're listening to and we're like, oh, we were doing the wrong thing based on this book. If we'd have read this book 10 years ago, we'd have had a very different path to the way we actually had. Whereas actually listening to it now, we're like, oh, okay, well, according to this person who's written this book, we're on that right path doing the right thing. So I suppose it's, yeah, depending on when you listen to it in your kind of journey is going to give you very different results and very different kind of like tangents, I suppose, in terms of like where it can possibly take you. I hope anything that we've said in the past half an hour has made sense because I (laughs) hope people don't listen to it and go, fucking glad they're going for a break because I have no idea what they're fucking talking about. 
I suppose like, the key here is to just like to keep learning. And I think as long as you're continuously learning, continuously taking in kind of like new things from different places, you're always going to like be set up to kind of keep going with whatever you're doing. Like the, I think we're always looking for someone to tell us things are okay. And quite often that can come in the form of a podcast. I imagine that's why a lot of people listen to the show is because they're just after someone else who's doing a similar thing to them to tell them what they're doing is the right thing. Because I've definitely had messages around that before where people have been like, well, yeah, I just needed you right then. I needed to hear that in that moment. And the amount of times that that said is I just needed to hear that right then. I think that's why it's so important to just keep learning and keep listening and keep consuming to things that inspire you and push you in a positive direction. Because yes, you might listen to that episode today and not really get anything from it, but you might listen to that same thing again in a year's time and that'd be the most useful thing you ever hear because you you piece the things together. And I think that's where as creatives, we're so good at piecing things together. Like this piece of information I heard here, this piece of information I heard here, what's currently happening in my life. When they all click, click, it's like it's like magic like there's the amount of guests that we've had on that are like yeah believe different things or talked about different things or talked about very similar things but are from very different backgrounds and then suddenly you're like whoa actually that that and what i'm doing now connects so perfectly and yeah you i think like obviously if you were listening to this show you consume podcasts because you wouldn't be here listening right now but just know that you're doing completely the right thing by continuously educating yourself there's a quote and I know I heard this on a podcast but I can't remember which one which is really shit but there's a quote that is um, the skills that you have today have got you to as far as they are going to get you that's brilliant and I think that's really powerful because that means if if you've only got these amount of skills if you stop learning then you're never going to get any further than you are today so it's that game of con it's that game of continuously building up your skills to get to the next step on the journey yeah, that's brilliant. And there's certain things that guests have said during episodes that one of them that really sticks out is Erica Lee Sears when she said, start collecting no's. And I just thought that was so brilliant and such a, it's like we've we've been in business for like 11 years. We've got our own solo careers. We've had we've had a lot of success. We've We've lived from our creativity for over a decade. So you would think that we know a decent amount yeah and then someone comes along and says something simple like start collecting no's and that has a fundamental change within me of like when was the last time that i tried to get a no that i literally dm someone and tried to get them to say no because i was asking for something so ridiculous and then you start doing that and then you get mad responses from the dms like a literally it literally changed me it literally meant i've said literally five thousand times it literally changed me. It meant that I went onto Instagram after that episode, started DMing people, and I'm in amazing conversations with people that I wouldn't have been in had I not done that. So that's that's people that have been creatives for a long time, still consistently learning, always wanting to learn, wanting to get guests on that we know have something to teach us. I remember you said to me when um, when we got Seth Godin, you were just like, well, what, what do we want to know? because yeah, if yeah, yeah. Know it, then everyone else will probably want to know and we've got a chance here to completely selfishly like fucking forget about all of the listeners sorry guys but we've got the chance to sit down with one of the greatest minds on the planet that we can't just ring up and say can we have an hour chat mate but we can ring up and say can we have an hour podcast i still believe that as we talked about before there are so many podcasts and so many people doing them anyway i feel like a podcast is something everyone should try at some point I think it's just such a great way to grow. It's such a great way to network with people. And 
again, it's just reaching out to those, even if you, it never actually happens, even reaching out to 100 people that you would love to, or even not like even 10 people that you would love to one, one day have a conversation with and just just asking, like whether you DM them and they never respond, just the confidence of going into somewhere and just asking is so, so important. Like I was literally thinking two days ago um, how when I first started kind of shooting dances, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to find the biggest places in town to just message and see if they'll do a competition with me. And there was like two big dance places. One said yes and one said no. And the one that said yes can fundamentally change my career. It was like that moment of someone saying yes to me within that business meant that I got exposed to a huge audience of people and just got booked up instantly, which has then snowballed into a whole career. If if I hadn't had the confidence to just go into that big company that I didn't know who they were, I didn't know anything about them apart from the fact that I share an audience with them, like I would be in a very different place now. And I feel like so many people could benefit from just reaching out and trying to get those no's and reaching out to someone they don't feel confident to talk to, even just like opening a dialogue. Like how can you offer something to someone else who, because I, everything, if you're a creative, you have a skill that the person you're reaching out to probably doesn't have, unless you're a painter and you're reaching out to another painter. But it's like, find someone who you want to get to know and just reach out to them and offer them something. I feel like building those relationships in that way can be so, so valuable. The only thing holding us back is the risk of like going out and looking stupid in front of someone else. But like, just asking a question is never going to make you look stupid. Yeah, so this is me doing my classic thing of... of uh answering the the negative that might come in from you saying that because your success rate there is 50 percent. like you one said no one said yes which is like an awesome rate of return i just want everyone to like don't be disheartened if you get 100 no's this is what we're trying to do we're trying to collect no's as many no's as possible so go in there expecting the no and don't expect the second the second dm to be a yes also i think you were ready for the yes because your social proof backed you up what you said so if you're sending if say for example you're sending a dm the first thing people are going to look at is what account has this dm come from if you're making an ask they're going to go and look at your account it's like have you done your social media housekeeping if they look at your page is is it old things that you did at uni that are not relevant to what you're doing now is it uh pictures of your dog like is it or is it page after page of the specific thing that you were contacting that person about so when you reached out to that studio let's do something related to photography they go on your page your title is photographer and then there's reams and reams of well-taken photos so you're setting yourself up for success there before going in if you had emailed them from your personal account that had pictures of your dog and your food the chances are they're not going to say yes there were two dance studios i contacted but Actually, I had a bit of time where I was like, okay, I'm earning a little bit of money here. Let's just get someone in to help me to just do some research and find loads of different like fashion brands and stuff. And I was like, I pre-contacted maybe a hundred different fashion brands and got like a couple of responses from those and none of them turned to jobs. So it, it was just that kind of relentless, like just keep going with it because eventually either like your work isn't appealing to those people. So it's just like, keep trying until you find someone who it does appeal to also keep getting better at your work because maybe they just don't like your work at the moment but if you keep putting six months more effort into it and go back to them I think I think this is another thing to consider is just because someone says no now it doesn't mean it's no forever 
It just means that what you're what you're currently doing isn't what they're interested in. Even if you think of like fashion as an example, like it's called fashion because it's a fashion. Like it's it changes constantly. And what you currently do might be in fashion this week, might not be next week, but might come back in fashion in a year's time. And so many different brands are going to go through different cycles of different aesthetics. So it's like, just because you're not the perfect match for them now, maybe in six months time, once you've got better, maybe you've got some better equipment, maybe you've learned some new techniques, maybe the style that you're having is more aligned to those companies and what they're doing currently, then you might get a yes in the future. But don't just take a no as like a, this is a definitive no forever, unless they've said, no, please stop contacting me ever again, which I don't think I've ever had that response. Like just keep trying because yeah, there's so many people out there and all it takes is for one person to say yes and your whole career can completely change. Yeah, I've I've said on here, not for, not for a while, this is probably like early episode stuff, but I always used to say that there is someone on this planet who can make your wildest dreams, whatever those dreams might be. There's someone out there who can facilitate that. And it's just working out how you're going to get to those decision makers. And it might be a 20 year career until they come knocking on your door or it might be one year. Like it, it just, I think that's the wild thing about the internet. I, when I had uh, 4,000 Instagram followers, I got a message from someone saying, oh, we want you to make a painting for Shaq, for Shaquille O'Neal. And I thought it was a hoax. And I went on this guy's page and I'm looking through his photos and seeing he has got photos of him with Shaq. Like maybe this is legit. He had like 2000 followers. It was very weird. And uh, he was like, oh, if you paint a picture of Shaq, I'll uh, get him to share it on his stories. And so me with 4,000 followers, Shaq with 16 million, something like that. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. well, that sounds, sounds like a good idea. But I was like, okay, dude, I can do that but here's what I'd rather do. So I went back with, if you pay for my materials and the shipping to get a canvas to the United States of, of USA, then I will paint him onto a canvas. And all I ask in return is that Shaq takes a photo with my artwork. And we got the deal done. Like that's, I didn't have like this huge massive reach. I didn't DM Shaq, that's just the internet at work. And that just comes back to what we talk about of planting flags. Like there is a certain amount of luck, but this is the wild thing it's not like that like the photo of Shaq performed really well on my Instagram when I posted it up I got loads of likes for it everyone was like oh that's rad that's amazing can't believe Shaq bought one of your paintings blah 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 he didn't buy it but that's what people were saying and I let them believe that because obviously that's good for my career but that wasn't like the big breaking moment I didn't then have fucking The Rock DMing me going oh I saw you did a painting for Shaq I need you to do one yeah. like, do you know what I mean I think there's there's no such thing as a, as a big break the next day I was up on the roof in the cold painting walls again and it's it's this consistent building process of continuously putting the flags out there every now and then that flag is gonna because the internet is wild it could be right at the beginning of your journey that you get something that really really helps you along to the next step um or it might be or it might be a 10 year long slog before you get that first kind of quote unquote big break it's like yes yes you had four thousand followers then but that was on a relatively newly started account and you'd been painting for years and years and years before this and i think that's why even with the yes and the no's it's like this is why we should always keep trying new things and experimenting with style and keep pushing the way we go because you weren't painting neon portraits a few years ago and it's only the more recently that you found that style that's been like ah oh, this is the one this is the one that's resonating with the people it's the same as getting the yes back from the email response it's that kind of 
you've kept doing the things and getting the no's but then as soon as you find the yes it's like then that propels you forward and yes kind of having a picture of and yes having Shaq post a picture of, with your work didn't kind of like completely change your life but doing neon portraits did change your life and that was just through experimenting and trying different things and it was like actually this thing works and I think that's why we should never really give up because like just because the thing we're doing now doesn't work it doesn't mean that you're not learning things that's going to push you into the direction that the thing that does work is going to happen it's only because you'd worked relentlessly for the past 10 years building up your craft and getting better and better at it that then as yeah. soon as you went to do neon it was like well you've already got the techniques and ability there you're now just trying this new little twist on it and that's the thing that really worked but i think that's why it's always important to to keep going at what you're doing just because people aren't buying from you now because people aren't like going crazy and sharing everything that you do it doesn't mean they won't in the future and i think the only way to get to that point is by keep working keep getting getting better because at some point it will just happen as soon as your skill level is high enough and what you're producing is kind of marketable enough like there's going to be this nice little kind of magic the kind of like connection where suddenly people start to react if you're like an illustrator or a designer or an artist that has hit us up in the dms i've probably said this to you in the dms but kellyanna i think is just such the perfect example of of you can see her whole journey when you look at her work and you can see that that's the illustrations of people going down the runway that so so go back and listen to um our episode with kellyanna it's i think it's such a great episode and she talks about all of the different things that she's done in her life and then when you look at her work you just have such an appreciation that no one kellyanna could not make the work that she makes now if she hadn't been on the journey that she'd been on every single thing that she did shaped her final style and you will just stumble across something but you only stumble if you're out foraging there we go 100 yeah Adam analogy see you you just lit up when i have <laughs> analogy term and i can see how frustrating that is for so many creators of of knowing that they're they're walking through the wilderness getting ready to stumble onto something it's that that feels very lost and you've got no direction you're just waiting to stumble um but as soon as you can see that like there there is a path it's just you're waiting to stumble onto it and that's only going to come through just turning up every day there, there's so many creators who've got so many different ideas and it's such a balance because i want you to explore all of your ideas but then i also want you to like narrow down on things and like really learn the thing that you're doing is so for example if you are doing if you do decide to just do the alphabet every day if you do that for three years the letter a that you produce in three years time probably won't even look like a letter a because the amount of abstraction that it will have to go through if you're doing that every day you, you would have to change it up otherwise you just go insane mm -hmm. so you'd start throwing different media at it you'd try it in watercolor you try it in charcoal you, like just the the experimentation is where those accidents are going to happen the accidents are going to form your style it's not like you're all of a sudden going to snap into a brand new style it's this gradual thing that happens so if you use kellyanna as an example she's got her let's say her, when she was working with textiles that comes with her onto the next stage when she starts doing um fashion design these things that you learn through each discipline come with you on the journey that go to create your overall style you mentioned the word accident a little while ago and i feel like 
so much of what I've done that's kind of led to me to where I am now has just been through accidents. Every single time it's an accident or a coincidence. It's like just by going and put yourself in that space constantly, things will happen. And I think this is where like other people can really help as well because it's like when I think about the style of things that I do now, well, it's shooting like full bodies. Whereas before I only shot close at portraits. It's only because someone who came in to shoot who was a model said, oh, I really like this image. Can we create something that looks like this? And then I was like, yeah, sure. Like I wasn't really bothered about it. But then when I was editing it later, I just rotated it and I was like, whoa, that looks really cool. Complete, just like, just I'd accidentally click, click the rotate button. It just looked different from a different perspective. And I was like, oh, I really like this. And then did a bit more of that and then kept going down that route. And then it was then through another thing where a light didn't flash. Like just one of my lights just didn't go off when I pressed the button. So it looked really weird compared to what I would norm what I was expecting and what I wanted. And then when I started editing that picture that was technically wrong, it was a complete accident. Ended up saying I was like, whoa, that looks cool. And then that that has really influenced what I do now. And it's like everything I feel like that's evolved and changed within my art style has just been an accident. And that's only because I've just just done the work relentlessly for such a long period of time that you're going to get like you're never going to be perfect all the time like expect accidents in everything that you do but make sure that if you do have an accident how can you find kind of like charm or joy or something within that to maybe push you forward in a different direction yeah bob rossett it's a happy a happy little accident yeah <laughs> i have so much empathy for creators who talk about creative block and i think it's a it's a horrible space to be in my advice would be to push through to be relentless to keep making work even if you hate the work that you're making um, and i and i would also put it out there like i mean you don't have to there's no rules that say you have to post everything that you make but put it out there and get people's feedback it's it's always the pieces that we go really that one that sometimes they will hit and resonate with people and, and you'll realize that you're onto something only through the feedback of others that if you just let it left it in your sketchbook or or tossed it in the bin you ne you never would have found that out something that i go through and i think probably a lot of other creators go through as well is just having too much choice of like well i could do all of these millions of things which one do i pick because oh which one's going to be the right route and i think that's why it's really important to when it comes to that just pick one of them and just keep just go with it for a bit it might turn into something amazing it might turn into something absolutely useless but you're going to learn something by doing that and at least you can knock that one off and go and try the next thing. But I think the biggest problem that we, like a lot of people have is, oh, but there's just too many things that I want to do because the world is huge. And as creatives, there's so many different routes and industries and professions and styles and all these different things that we can go down. But we just need to be like, okay, well, it's good to pick one of them for now. Even if it's just like, just today, I'm just going to try this style and tomorrow I'm going to try a different style. It's like, as long as we just, we're heading, we're focused on something. I think as soon as we're like, oh my, I don't know which way to go, then we just don't go anywhere. Whereas as soon as we actually just pick one route and head down that direction, it's like it might not work, but it's better moving than not moving at all. Yeah. So this was just supposed to be an episode where we were talking about podcasting, and it's uh, it's developed into as it <laughs> always does. It's developed into a whole a whole other thing. Um, we're really excited about the future of this show. Um, hopefully, you guys will all come back when there's new episodes. If you subscribe to us on iTunes or on Spotify, then obviously you'll be notified when new episodes come out. If you're in our Discord channel, head over to at Rebels Create on Instagram, click the link in our bio, 
sign up for our discord you'll obviously get an alert on there as well when we drop um, new episodes season four is coming it's going to be huge we're looking forward to it and we'll see you guys very soon